Good morning. It's May 13th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name. Today's title is Starting the Subaru. Starting the Subaru at Five Below by Stuart Kestenbaum. After six main winters and 100,000 miles when I take it to be inspected, I search for gas stations where they just say, beep the horn and don't ask me to put it on the lift, exposing its soft, rusted underbelly. Inside the record of commuting, apple cores, a bag for McDonald's, crushed Dunkin' Donuts cups, a flashlight that doesn't work, and one that does, gas receipts, blurred beyond recognition. Fingertips numb, nose hair frozen. I pump the accelerator and turn the key. The battery cranks. The engine gives two or three low groans and starts. My God, it starts. And unlike my family in the house, the job I'm headed towards, the poems in my briefcase, the dreams I had last night, there is no questions about what makes sense. White exhaust billowing from the tailpipe, heater blowing, this car is going to move me. It's going to take me places. Ever had a day where you just can't have one more thing go wrong? One thing after another, and often one thing exactly at the same time as another just doesn't work. It, or maybe they, just didn't do their job, and as a consequence, your life just got a little harder. You feel like the camel just waiting for that last spine-crushing straw that will finally break your back. I'm having a day like that today, but I'm using lunch to write down these thoughts. Some days are just so frustrating. It seems like everything you touch falls apart, whether that be a railing on your backyard deck a tool, a project, or even a relationship. You just want to stop and say, God, could you please throw me a bone here? Could you give me a break for one minute? Evidently, the poet, Stuart Kastenbaum, was having just this kind of a day. He just couldn't make sense of his family, his job, the poems he'd written, or even the dreams he'd had. But through all that emotional and intellectual turmoil, he could rely on one thing, that old Subaru. It started just like it always did, and it got him from point A to point B. Just about everybody in Maine owns a Subaru. Just like we noted when visiting Montana, even my nephew who lives in Blue Hill owns a Subaru. So maybe they will forgive me when I draw this analogy. Jesus is just like your old Subaru. Okay, at least someone reading this will think it blasphemy, but what I mean is this. When you're down in the dumps, when you're disheartened, discouraged, frustrated, exhausted, and maybe even scared, your Savior is right there with you. Incredibly, he's been through much worse than you were experiencing, and he came out the other side. More than that, he's promised to be there for you to the point that he's taken up residence right in your heart in the form of the Holy Spirit. When you really need him, when you turn the ignition key with prayer, which is really just calling out his name in your head, he starts right up. In fact, he starts up every single time, no matter how cold it is where you are. There's a wonderful little book called My Heart, Christ's Home by Robert Boyd Munger. Munger takes you on an imaginary tour of his home, 
greeting Jesus in the living room, asking to help you clean out the junk in your closets, discussing your various appetites in the kitchen. Well, it's a memorable metaphor, but Munger never takes Christ to the garage, at least as far as I recall. If he had, he might have found an old Subaru there, and Christ would have smiled as he encountered it. He would have said that he'd once heard a crazy guy who said that he, the Savior, the creator of the universe, was like this beat-up old Subaru. When he asked the owner if the old car was reliable, the owner would have answered, she's not much for looks, but yeah, she starts every time. I like to think Jesus would have laughed then and exclaimed, well then, I guess the crazy guy was right. The servant grew up before God, a scrawny seedling, a scrubby plant in a parched field. There was nothing attractive about him, nothing to cause us to take a second look. He was looked down on and passed over, a man who suffered and knew pain firsthand. One look at him and people turned away. He took the punishment, and that made us whole. Through his bruises, we are healed. Isaiah 53, 2-6 from the Message Dear Heavenly Father, We are truly blessed that you love us as you do, completely, passionately, and above all, reliably. When all seems lost, Lord, we can remember that all seemed lost for your Son as well, and for his disciples, but through grace, you turned night into day. You started that engine again, and it's been starting every day ever since. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.